Everybody, charge your particle cannons, prime your plasma engines, and prepare your synaptic relays for the D&D 5e sci-fi conversion that you've been waiting for, because Penny Dragon Games have just launched Waystar. And you can get a print copy of that adventure book for free if you back it now. Waystar is a new TTRPG-based and familiar sci-fi rules, so you can hit the upper decks running. The Kickstarter includes a core rulebook for players and gyms, a creature codex with a hundred plus monsters and uh, many more planned, and a galactic setting with everything you need to get your name off the planet. The best part? If you back a physical tier in the first 72 hours, you'll receive a free PDF and print of Steal the Stars. Steal the Stars is a space heist adventure that pits players against the dark forces of Shiv space a remote star system overtaken by a centuries-old penal colony. Let's maybe not use that word. Guys, just in case you didn't know, it means prisoners, like criminals, just so you know. Players must steal the stars, ancient artifacts with untold power, before the nefarious gangs of ship space can get their dirty paws, claws, and tentacles on them. Otherwise, the galaxy and everything in it will be purged with cosmic flame. And we haven't even gone to the fabric star maps. Space battle card decks, galactic dice sets, or space monkey posse. You heard that right. Wrench the space monkey is coming in hot. This Kickstarter provides everything you need to run a fast-paced, high-octane, ridiculously fun space adventure. High-octane is a concern, yes. And with comics, novels, and more content that you can shake a shadow saber at, in the works, you'll never run out of source material to inspire your games. Let's face it, no one can inspire your games more than you and your players. So back Waystar now and turn an alien fleet into a flock of seagulls, guys, guys, a flock of seagulls, <laughs> with a probability torpedo. Hack a Waystar control module and jump to another star system without paying the toll. Or blow up a few planets, causing a great disturbance in the cosmic magical energy field, you despicable villain. There is no such thing as going too far with Waystar. A brief message from our space lawyers. Pay Dragon Games cannot be held responsible for the Galactic Guard pursuing you when you have indeed gone too far. So please, do not pledge if your celestial being with an appetite for entire planets, and advanced AI, phantom galactic domination, or an extraterrestrial supervillain eager to wipe out half of all life in the universe. I don't want to forget anyone, but is it too soon? By the way, no space monkeys were harmed in the making of this promotion. So back, we start now. There will be a custom email link. Emailed around 1,000 Pacific time on August 16th. That's 10, guys. No, no, no. It's 1,000. <laughs> space time. God for August 16th, guys, from Penny Dragon Games, remember. If you're not signed up to their newsletter and you won't get the email, look out on our social media. We will be putting the link up for you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Dum Dum Die. Thank you for joining us. We are busy in our homebrew world of Kalandos, created by our previous DM Carla and our intrepid adventurers, 
have finally gotten out of town. I'll get to the little recap later. I am Lina, I am the DM for the group, and today we will not unfortunately have another interviewee for Daphne. Daphne will be played today by myself. I can be the DM and I can be Daphne, I can do this. I'm, I'm positive I can do this. In any case, um, ladies? Uh, hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play a female tiefling who is an artificer slash bard in the making, and I am level five. I guess how that works. And uh, yeah, my character's name is Amandla Olin, and I am excited, but I'm also like ready to fight. I've been fighting. I'm soft, but if you push me, I'll be all stabby stabby. And I am Wednesday. My character's name is Shayra. She's a little girl goblin. I just say little girl because she's really, really short. I don't know if any of you have guessed what kind of sorcerer that I am, but I'm a sorcerer. And I'm just very concerned about the health of the people. There seems to be some kind of disease going around. And I suppose from my side, I'll have to introduce Daphne Bellhart. She is also a level five tabaxi rogue. I'll leave it up to you to imagine what she looks like. So getting back to our recap. You guys snuck through a tunnel lit by Barman Jared. He took you underneath the wall and outside of town. A little out of view from the town wall, but from your angle, you can still see the town wall. Just vaguely. Because it's like in the dead of night, you can more like see the torches of the patrolman walking on top of the wall. Barman Jared took you guys to a caravan of sorts that was going to take you to the Port of Stars. And... As you guys just started to set out, you ran into some guardsmen who, still a little unknown about how they got information of you doing this, or maybe they just caught on to people using that tunnel to smuggle people or smuggle goods in and out of the city, they attempted to arrest you, and you guys were having none of it. So in addition to the caravan guards, you guys started a fight and horrifically killed one of them. And you also managed to kill the one god that was giving Daphne a lot of problems. And the fight still continued. The god that was fighting the caravan gods also got killed. So currently there are still two gods left. One of the gods is looking a little bit worse for wear. He's taken a gash to the leg and a gash to the shoulder, but he's still fighting. And uh, the other god, the one that originally spoke to you, he is still fighting for dear life. Things aren't looking well for them. Things are not looking good. And this is where we're going to continue our session today and uh, coming to the top of the round. I just have a disclaimer. I did not kill anyone. Whether or not it was gruesome, I didn't do that. It's this weird disease that's going around. Totally. Definitely this weird disease. Definitely not a certain goblin out there sneezing acid splash at people. Nothing to do with the acid. Okay, cool. Just checking. So Daphne is going to try and take a stab with her rapier. She misses her first lunge. And uh, on the offhand, she swings with her dagger. And the dagger does seem to connect. Her dagger slashes cleanly into the guardsman's side. And... He grunts in pain as he takes six slashing damage. Daphne looks a little harried as she also has sustained quite a bit of damage during the fight. And she is going to try and disengage from this fight because it doesn't look like she's doing very well. 
And the guardsman is going to try and take an attack of opportunity on her, which unfortunately does hit. Daphne is looking grim. She's looking grim. She's limping over to you, Amandla. She says, please, this, this guard is, this guard is too tough for me to handle. You, you take him. She limps over to your side, Amanda. And that takes it to Shara. Shara, what are you doing? You're standing over this stinking, melting, diseased corpse. I am completely shook. I am going to shout, Oh my God, this disease is worse than I thought it was. And then I'm going to just start shouting, Everybody, everybody run, we need a perimeter. Can I roll persuasion? Because I think it's real. Sure. That was a fall. Well, the driver of the caravan and the two guards look in your direction as they are momentarily disrupted from the fight. Uh, looking up, they see the grisly scene. They just kind of grimace in slight distaste. Then they look up at you in confusion as nobody knows what you're talking about right now. I'm frustrated, so with my move action, I'm going to move toward Amandla and Daphne. I know we need to get out of here. Oh, my friends, I'm so sorry that this is happening to us, but it seems that there's some weird disease and it's just spreading throughout this group and we have to get away. So Daphne is standing and heaving like very hard next to Amanda. Says, what are, what are you talking about? You've got the disease! Quickly, Amanda, help her. She's got a disease. And I'm like panicking. I'm like doing that little free touch. You know where you like wave your hands around and you're just like hyperventilating. Sarah, it's not disease. It's, it's called a wound. She's wounded. It's not disease, but we can fix this. We can fix this. Yes, we can fix this. The one God charges the one that was fighting Daphne. He charges your group. He is going to take a swing at you, Amandla. Ah! Maybe he just didn't see me. Does a 12 hit your armor class? It matches. So it does hit. You take seven slashing damage. Seven! Seven slashing damage as this guard lays into you with a long sword. Ooh, where did the guard hit me? I'm going to say he struck from your right hand shoulder like a diagonal slash across your chest. The second attack is also definitely going to hit you with a 24. <gasps> and you take six slashing damage. As the guard slashes across your abdomen, but luckily he only nicks the clothing and the armor. I don't know if you're wearing armor. And just manages to bruise you instead of actually slicing anything open. The other guard is rushing the two caravan guards and he engages fighting with them. They're busy fighting. So, Amandla, it is your turn. I'm going to take a few steps back in shock. And I'm going to ready shield. That was not pleasant, and I don't want a repeat of any of that. I'm going to yell out, how, how could you just... And I'm holding my shield up. How, how could you just attack? I, this, is, this is too much. This is too much. I, I, I need to do something. I need to do something. I need to the guard growls at you. I'm going to perform hellish rebuke against this guard, because you... you and I point my finger at him. You drove me to this. You drove me to this I, I i i you drove me to this he just sneers at you as you stumble across your words 
So with Hellish Rebuke, basically I point my finger at the creature that's damaged me and they're momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must take a dex saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on the failed save. Okay, so I rolled a 10. The DC is 12. For the people listening, Hellish Rebuke is a reactive spell. So that would basically be used as soon as the god hit Amandla instead of being used in her turn. So that's a 3d10. I'm casting at second level. And you take 13 damage. You drove me to this. You speak a most vile phrase as you cast this hellish rebuke. And blackish, purplish-tinted flames erupt from your fingertips as it engulfs the god. And you hear this bone-curdling scream as the flames consume the guard completely. As soon as the flames fade, all that's left are some charred bones and ashes. This thing is worse than I thought. As Lena pointed out, that was a reaction. Uh, can I do it an action now in my turn? Yes, so it is now your turn. There's only one guard left. He's busy fighting two other caravan guards about 20 feet to your left. I'm going to rather focus on Daphne because she looks really bad. I'm a little bit shaken and like still looking at my finger and looking at what the remains of the guard, looking at my finger. And I'm going to turn towards Daphne and I'm going to cast Healing Word. So that word is Vuga and that will be nine in healing. You see a very slightly pale green glow engulf Daphne as you say the hymn with it's, it's more visible now that it's nighttime and you can see the relief flood through Daphne as your healing energy courses through her and some of her more obvious and dreadful wounds starts closing she almost purrs in relief as she looks at you and says ah, thank you ah, I needed that I'm still looking at my finger. I'm still kind of like panicking. I, you're well. You're welcome. I. You're you're okay. That's 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 good. That's that's good. Uh, I'm gonna just ready my shield. I think. I think I'm. I, I'm kind of still panicking over the chart chart remains of the card. Okay, so uh, that was a bonus action. So you're not doing anything for your action. How bad does it look with the guard charging the the two caravan guards? Does it look like they're gonna lose? Well. Um... One of them was already engaged with the other god, and the two of them slayed the other god. So neither one of them really look good right now. It looks like they are struggling. One of them is limping badly, favoring one leg. The one is fighting very deftly, but you can see that uh, it looks like they're being overpowered. Okay. Uh, how far away are they from us? 20 feet. I'm going to pull myself towards myself, as the cool kids would say. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't stop now. I'm going to look towards that one guard and I'm going to cast fairy fire towards where the guard is. Because it's within the 20 foot cube. I want to focus on where the guard is and try to avoid, if possible, the caravan guards. I want to just concentrate fairy fire on the one guy. And that's at first level. So you need to do a deck saving throw. The DC is 12. Succeeded on a 14. In my defense, I'm still shaken up by the hellish rebuke. So these little flints of light start appearing in a 20-foot area, more to the guard's side. And it is actually creating a very dim kind of light across the landscape. And you can see that the guard and the caravan guards are still fighting. It's like they didn't even notice the change. 
I'm gonna yell at. We need to do something. We 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 can't lose anyone else. Kamala, you're amazing. You're a doctor. You can save us all. I'm gonna look at Shara and like ask her to I am many things. I'm looking down towards Shara and then both my hands up, like almost like appealing towards her her common sense. Hopefully, I am many things, Shara, but a doc. I'm not a doctor, but. If you, if you have any more strength within you, we need to fight. We need to save those caravan guards. Please, let's focus on that. I'm going to look towards the guards because I'm concerned. I'm concerned that they also have this disease. It's terrible. They're fighting the good fight. The final guard, he manages to stab and then looks like, from your perspective, kill one of the caravan guards. And in a moment, he looks up and he sees that he's standing alone from all his comrades. He's the only one left. And you can see with your dark vision, uh, his face just loses a few shades and becomes more paler as he sees that this isn't a fight that he's going to win. So he runs straight past the other guard he was fighting. The other guard takes a swipe at him and you can see that he just manages to gash across the leg of the running guard and the other guard grunts in pain but he keeps running and he's on his way away from you Daphne doesn't look like she wants to get back into this fight and she doesn't look like she's got the energy left to chase people down she says damn it perhaps we should just let him go what do you think he could tell People that we're out here, we, he could send others after us. We we need to we need to stop him. Oh, fine. And Daphne's gonna hobble her thirty feet. She puts her hands together as she crafts a spell, and this purplish reddish ball shoots out of her palms and streaks toward this last god. This is faint echo of lightning flashes that trail the the spell as it splashes at the feet of this running guard as she just just misses the guard running guard just hops out of the way as this energy disperses across the soil there shara what are you doing i've got a 60 foot range on create bonfire for me i'm concerned about him spreading this disease like i'm very worried there's a whole town jimmy's in that town the hairdresser's in that town i don't want people to get sick he's limping the other guy was limping before he died so i'm going to create bonfire under his feet if i've got the range yes you do he's currently 50 feet away from you it's a deck save of 12 definitely fails that's uh four points of damage the guard, he is already a little freaked out with the weird spell being cast at him by Daphne. So he doesn't pay attention as he basically runs into your bonfire. He screams a little bit as he's startled and he jumps and hops around there on one foot. As you can see, he did burn, but he's still set on running. This guy is like, what is he, the Terminator? The caravan gods also set after him. They try and attack him but miss, unfortunately, with both swings. Amandla, what are you doing? Okay, I'm still gung-ho about we need to stop this guy. So I... Do I see anything on the ground? Like, um... Can I see my hand axe anywhere, actually? Do me a perception check with disadvantage. 11. You take a quick glance around 
but in the darkness, even with your dark vision, you don't really see your axe or your axe handle or your blade anywhere. Okay, do I see any item on the ground at the moment? Sure, there are a little bit of charred bones just off to your right and <laughs> some rocks and <laughs> pebbles of small sizes and uh, a melted corpse about 15 feet to your left and a dead guardsman about 20 feet to your left and a caravan and some horses to your back. Okay, the guilt is strong with that charred, those charred bones, man. Let me let me just do it. I'm going to if anyone has watched Attack on Titan, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna do something similar to a a certain character in that in that show. But I'm gonna use catapult with those rocks towards him. I'm gonna try to aim these projectiles, hopefully with as much, you know, fire and, and impact on the back of his knees. Okay, that's a fairly specific spot on somebody who's running. He needs to do a deck saving throw. The DC is fourteen. I rolled an 18. Hey, so you start levitating some rocks with some arcane force and they slingshot through the dark with tremendous force. But since you aimed for such a very small and crucial spot, those pumping legs were just like the rock right, went right through those pumping legs. The guard didn't even notice the rock that could have crippled him. Can I run after him? Absolutely. Okay, I want to run after him and yell... We just want to talk, okay? We, we we need to we need to make sense of what's happening, and 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 you have to ex- explain to do. Yes, you have explained to do. Yes. So you see this tiefling gang ho that's coming at you. <laughs> um, the guard doesn't even look back. He just keeps running. He's got a singular focus to get away from you guys now. During the guard's turn, he is just booking it. You see some form of bluish outline surround his body. And as soon as that outline takes effect, he springs away from you like at an extreme speed. Okay, I'm going to say we fall out of initiative at that stage. Gamer Teddy says, burn the poor god in a bonfire. He's the chosen one. He's destined to escape this fight. Unnamed god number two is the true protagonist. You can tell he's been doing his cardio. I give him that, yeah. He's the only one to survive this dreadful, dreadful disease. Okay, so you can hear the caravan driver hop off his seat and he's rushing over to the dead god. He's trying to tend to the wounds, but when he gets there, he just kind of slumps in defeat as he sees the one god is already beyond saving. I want to go towards our guard and see if, like, when he sees beyond saving, he's like, dead, dead, dead. You could do me a medicine check if you really want to, but from a casual glance, he's not moving. He looks pretty dead. I'll do medicine just because in, in this whole flurry, I'm still kind of desperate to not lose anyone. Ten. Well, I mean, you're no expert in wounds, but you can see that the gut wound that he suffered looks pretty grim. And yeah, his chest is not rising and falling anymore, so... You can assume safely that he's not with you guys anymore. The caravan driver looks up at you, Amanda, and says, Is there something you can do? I'm just going to shake my head grimly. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't think I... No, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you always expect bandits and things attacking you on the road, but... It's never pleasant to lose anybody on the caravan. 
He looks over at the other guard still standing and says, uh, Could you please start digging a grave and we'll lay this one to rest. We definitely don't want to stick around here too long. That guard is definitely going to bring people back. And the other guard nods. And I'm jumping up down. Me, me, pick me. I, I can help you dig. So the guard walks through the back of the caravan. He takes out two shovels and he walks over to you and he hands one of them to you without saying anything. I'm going to drag the shovel behind me to the spot that he's going to go to. And then when I get there, I'm going to put my hands on the ground and cast Erupting Earth. Okay, how much control have you got over this spell? I don't know, but it's at third level. Can I spend a sorcery point to not hurt him? Sure. Sorcerers can do that. Okay, so I'm going to cast Erupting Earth. I still want you to do me a roll. Just a d20 roll there. So my roll was 11 on the d20, and my other roll was a crit fail. A crit fail. Interesting. Okay, well, in that case, chat, do me a d100 roll, please. Um... The other guard is just about to scoop in his spade into the soil to start digging when you put your hands down and there's this noise as the earth just flies out in all directions. The guard is startled and he puts his hands over his face, drops the shovel, but the rocks kind of bend around him as they fly everywhere. And you just hear this clatter of like little pebbles and rocks and soil hitting the ground everywhere, including over Amandla and Daphne, who is just swatting projectiles out of the air and trying to keep dirt off of their heads. I'm smiling because I did a good job. I'm proud of myself. I'm spitting dirt and ground out of my mouth. Take out in my mouth. Daphne is walking around just brushing dirt and stuff out of her fur. She goes, what? What was that? Did you have to do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brushing like dirt off of her tongue. That was definitely unnecessary. I'm looking around for the source. Just by the way, after I did that, I stood up again smiling and I picked up the spade. So as you pick up the spade, you notice that there is now two of you, Shara. I'm going to smile because I am so cute. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go, hi Shara, how are you? And the other Shara says, hi, I'm Shara, how are you? But I just said that. But that's okay. And then I'm going to drop the spade. I want to shake hands. The other figure also drops a spade and then shakes your hand. You are so friendly. I need to introduce you to my friends. So are you. I have to introduce you to my friends. Cool. I'm going to go skip off back to Daphne and Amandla with my new me. So both of them skip like almost in unison back to Daphne and Amandla. Do we? Do I see this? <laughs> yes, yes, you absolutely do see it. Daphne, Amandla, I'd like to introduce you to my new friend, me. And the other one says, Daphne, Amandla, I wanted to introduce you to my friend, me. I'm going to poke at Daphne and look at Daphne, look at them. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Because maybe I'm tired. Yes, maybe I'm tired. Yes. 
Daphne has kind of stopped like midway from rubbing her tongue once more to get dirt off and says, Um, what happened here? Why are there two of the goblin now? Yeah. Shayra, what what did you do? Uh, I was helping to dig, and then I'm going to point behind me, to to dig graves to be helpful. Um, And then I met me afterwards, which was quite... Quite wonderful. I've never met me before. And then, well, the most important thing is, um, may may I and 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 I uh, join the adventure now that almost all the work is done. Surely we can continue. The other one says, "Is all the work done? Do we have to dig more graves? We can help with that." Whew. Um, Shayra, mm. we. And I'm kind of thinking of, I'm trying to talk to her, pausing, trying to talk to her, pausing. Shayra, how often do you clone, how often do you make a double of yourself? Because this, this is, this is different. Yeah. What are you talking about? I can't make me. I mean, I know that goblins can make more goblins, but that's something we don't talk about. Oh, yes. No, no, no. We don't talk about that. Can I roll for something? I want to just see if that gem on her forehead is doing anything, because I'm. Uh, this is a lot to take in. Sure, uh, you can probably do me an arcane check if you want. Because, what? Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, guys. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I'm so pleased. I'm going to play a hand clapping game with myself. Yes, it's mimicking you precisely as you do this happy little hand clap. <laughs> 17. You realize that Shero probably wasn't too specific in her use of wording and gestures when she cast that spell and a kind of offshoot of the spell resulted in this accidental mirror image that you're seeing in front of you. Can I tell how long this will last? Like, is it temporary or do we now forever have two Shero's? Well, you're not sure. You look like a stressed out mom, like, oh my god, I did not expect this, not today. I did not sign up for two goblins, guys, let me sign up for one. Okay, it's fine. This, this, yes, 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 breathe it, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. We can do this. Okay, and I'll look at Daphne, and then look at Shara. I, so Shara, I think... From now on, next time you cast a, a anything from your little fingers, please be very, very sure and very, very specific. And um, I think we're going to need name tags for you too because I want to acknowledge both of you, but I don't want to be confused. Yes. Okay, but that's easy because I'm the real Shara. Yeah, me too. I'm also the real Shara. Right? Exactly. You're the real Shayra. No, no, no. We're the real Shayra. We're the real Shayra. You can both be the real Shayra. Yes, fine. Shayra and Shayra. Whoever responds is fine. Um, please be sensitive. The guards, our colleagues, have lost one of their own. So um, I'll go ask about us going on our adventure, but you... No more digging, please. And uh, uh, maybe maybe go sit with Daphne. Yes. I'm going to walk towards the caravan driver and the guard. Just as you turn away, the one sheriff fades away. 
out of character i'm relieved <laughs> in character i haven't seen it yet but I, i'm sure I'll, I'll be relieved too i was looking off after amandla and then i turned back to say to shayra you go sit with jackie and i'll go help bury the poor god but as i turned and shayra disappeared i'm just gonna start bawling like crocodile tears because I'm so heartbroken. Why would I leave me without even saying goodbye? You know, I've had a stressful day. There were fires, there were diseases, people died, and now I just abandoned me. I just want to add this. Gamer Teddy says, please tell me they both have some bread in their pockets. <laughs> uh, Daphne rushes over to you, Sharon, and like kneels beside you and says, shh, shh, shh. Wait, um, um, you're okay, you're okay, uh, there, there. Um, and she like gently strokes your hair before she notices that it is just as dirty as everything else right now. And she like grimaces and she like shakes her paw a little bit. And she's, um, she like hovers her hand over you. Says, uh, no need to cry, um, you'll be fine. Um, she was still crying and I'm going to just like say like, you know, in that sort of broken Whaley kind of way. How can I leave me like that? How can I abandon me just like all the others? And then I'm going to blow my nose in my hair. Uh, I, I don't mean to... I don't mean to, like, uh, lessen your grief, Shera, but would you please stop doing that? It is... It is awful. That is so mean. Even crying is awful? The times we are living in, I'm just going to stomp off. I'm going to go help the god. Well, at least she's not crying anymore. The other god and the caravan driver have now placed the body into the trench. And uh, they've started digging soil, like, from just adjacent to the, the grave because the soil that was supposed to be there is no longer there. It's all over the place. So there's a little shallow depression after they finish scooping soil into the ditch. And the caravan driver walks back to his caravan and you can see that this is a usual routine for them. They both look pretty depressed, but they walk back to the caravan and the caravan guard hops in and the caravan driver hops onto the front seat. And he looks at the three of you and says, are you coming? We, we need to go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And I'll turn back to look at Daphne and the two Shayras. One, two. Uh, Yes. The, the three of us are definitely uh, I kind of pause and just double check. I look around. I don't see another Shara. Yes, the th- three of us are deaf. I'm counting on my fingers again and looking at them. And I'm like, yes, the, the three of us are definitely, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to walk towards the caravan. I'm also going to the caravan and I'm going to just, before I jump up onto the back of the caravan, I'm just going to blow my nose again to clear the dust out. Daphne is kind of, she's kind of limping, also like favoring her right leg and still holding a hand pressed to her ribs as she makes her way over to the caravan and just kind of shuffles and hops. Can I help her in? Sure. Roll me a strength check. I got 14. As Daphne struggles to get back into the caravan, you notice and you walk over and start helping her to get in. She uh, gratefully smiles up at you as she gets into the caravan and just slumps against the corner of the wooden panel. She's still breathing pretty hard. While I help her in, I actually want to use healing word on her again. I'm going to whisper to myself under my breath, Vuga, seven, seven healing. 
so once again the green light just glows as your healing spreads over Daphne and it sinks into her body and you can see she takes this deep breath and lifts her hand off of her ribcage and she says thank you Amanda that is very soothing you're 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 wel- welcome, and I'm gonna let her situate herself, and now look towards Shayra. Shayra's very grumpy. Shay Shayra, where where is Shayra? Are you are you okay? I'm going to snuff and look like I'm just about to cry. You know, when you get like all watery eyes and you're just about to. Yeah, I'm gonna inhale because I'm inhaling it back in the tears because apparently they're not cool. And then I'm just going to take some cabbage out of my pocket. And put it on the bread in my pocket to have a cabbage sandwich. And then I'm just going to, in a very grumpy way, eat this cabbage sandwich. I feel a little jerk as the caravan starts moving. Daphne kind of whispers at you, Amanda's, what happened to Shera? And I'm going to also, like, stage whisper towards her. I think she's really upset about her double... I'm going to kind of shimmy over towards Shera's side of the caravan. I'm, I'm so sorry, Shera. I, I wish you had more time of your your share of yourself. Maybe maybe she just went back to see her friends, and I'm sure she's okay. Can I throw in some persuasion in there? And there, I don't know, something soothing, but maybe a bit of persuasion. Uh, you don't need to. Shara's quite gullible. So then I'm going to almost immediately, like split second, cheer up, and then I'm going to say. Oh, Amandla, you're right, because Shara has many, many friends. She probably just had to go off and see them. An appointment, you know? Shara does love to dance. And as I listen to that combination of words not making sense to me, yes, I'm, I'm, that's very, very true. I'm, I hope you enjoy your, and I'm going to sit back by myself, enjoy your sandwich. Now I'm eating my sandwich happily because I know Shara had an appointment. And sometimes when you have an appointment, you can't, you don't have time to say goodbye. So at this stage, I'm just going to say that you guys can have a long rest. Phew, thank you. Yay. As a very slow but kind of relaxing cross-country trip occurs. Fortunately, nothing untowards happens during your trip. And um, after four days of travel, you get to the next town. Just before you guys get to town, there's a little stream separating the road and the townscape. And there's a little wooden bridge that you get just before you get to the town. And you can see some buildings, like a fairly large double-story building on your left-hand side and a, an even bigger building that has a, a more official-looking cost to it on either side of the road. And you see, just past it, the road kind of bends to your left. And um, just looking like through the trees and things on the left-hand side, you can see there's some, what looks like some stalls. It looks like a, a sort of a marketplace, but it's hard to see from this angle. There's a little bit of a, you know, that, that background din of noise that you normally get when you get to a town of people walking and talking and, and dogs barking and like... Uh, just that general hum of civilization as you get closer to the town. So as you cross the bridge, you notice that the building on the left has a flag and a banner in front of it that definitely signifies the Mages Guild. The shadow, 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 shadows. I'm actually going to say that as soon as I see the banner. 
And on the right-hand side, you see a very officious-looking building with a neatly and well-kept garden. Judging from your view at the moment, you can see as the road curves left, there is what looks to be an inn and a tavern uh, situated right next to each other. And there is indeed a sort of marketplace off to the left-hand side. The caravan stops, and you can hear the driver hops off of the bench in front. I'm going to jump off because I'm excited. I'm excited because the shadows is based here. And then I'm going to look down at myself and realize I'm a little bit dirty and can't very well go to the shadows without first taking a bath. And then I'm going to think back to when was the last time I took a bath and look for my notebook only to realize I do not have it. And that's usually where I write my schedules down. And then I'm going to look towards the tavern and then look back at the group and say... Daphne, Amandla, let's go to the inn so that I can wash. I'm going to uh, take out the map that Leo gave us, and I'm going to consult the map quickly and just, just confirm where we are and where we need to go. Judging from the direction that you guys traveled, you would know that this town that you're currently at is called Wallowdale. How far away are we from the Port of Stars? Still quite a distance. Judging by the normal travel route you just took, the Port of Stars is going to still be about two weeks' worth of travel. All right. I'll, I'll look at the map, and then I'll, I'll stuff it back in. I'll put it back into, into my belongings, and I'll look at Daphne. We, we still have a, a long way to go. Do you also need some time to uh, refresh? <sighs> well, to be quite frank, a little bit of... Exercise and some drink right now would be preferable. I'm happy that we're at the town. The countryside was getting rather boring. I had so much time to catch up on my on my on my notes, and I had so many ideas. It was a great time for for self reflection. I, I I enjoyed it, and I'm gonna step outside outside the caravan and join Shara. Shara, that sounds like a great idea. I think we definitely need some time to. Uh, to, to wash, yes. Um, more, some, more, some of us more than others, I admit. But yes, let's, let's wash and drink and prepare ourselves for the next step of our... <clears throat> no, I'll kind of whisper of our trip. Yes, yes, yes. Daphne hops out of the wagon. She looks immaculate. Clean, hair is like very nicely primmed. Not a speck of dirt on her. I'm going to turn to Amanda and say... Yeah, you really should look after your personal hygiene better. I mean, look how good Daphne looks. And then I'm just going to shake my head knowingly like, you know, some people that don't know, they have to wash their hands like every day. Uh, I'll just, because I remember I, I was slashed at, so like, I'm going to just look at my clothing. I, I, I would like to get clean as well. Yes, and I think even you, Shara, would benefit. We would all benefit. And Daphne does definitely look Amazing, and I'm a bit hurt by what she said. But I'm gonna keep on the inside, conceal, don't feel. Daphne just casually strolls to the, th- the two of you and says, "Well, are we going to the inn or not? I'd like to get out of the sun." I'm gonna march, march, march to the inn. I'm gonna just walk towards the, the caravan driver and thank him, and I actually like surreptitiously give him a piece of gold. I know this is not enough, but I just want to show our gratitude. Thank you. Thank you for taking bring us safely, sir. He looks at the piece of gold and he looks at you and says, Well, we were already paid. So he hands you the gold one back. You keep that. 
you probably needed in your journey forward. And I'll hold the coin, put it back into my body pouch, and uh, thank you, sir. Thank, I, I wish you well on your journey back. And I'm going to do like an awkward curtsy bow, and I'm going to then join the others. The other two have walked at quite a brisk pace, so you need to kind of jog to catch up to them. And uh, after about two or three minutes, you guys get to the inn and the tavern. The, the inn building sounds fairly quiet. Um, the tavern sounds a little bit more lively. But, I mean, since it's middle of the day, it's not exactly full of patrons yet. As you walk into the tavern, you see that there are uh, round tables spaced almost evenly across the floor and there's a little bit of a area cordoned off on the one side that is slightly elevated and to the far back of the establishment you can see there's a bar and there's currently a dwarven male walking up and down keeping busy and he's got like brownish hair and you can see some streaks of gray in his beard and He's got like a brown apron and a white shirt on and you see a, a lovely looking dwarven woman kind of walking and they're like talking to each other and she's taking drinks to some of the patrons and she's got this beautiful red hair uh, that's braided and uh, there's some feathers in her hair and looking at one of her arms you see some bluish discoloration on one of the arms and she's just very happily walking between the people sitting there and back to, to the barkeep. I have a behind-the-scenes question. On this four-day trip through the countryside, did Amandla split the, the coin or not? Well, Amandla, did you split the coin or not? That is a very good point. I, I, I think like we've, been, we've all been through a lot. Let, yes, I've, I, let's say I, I did split the coin. I just want to consult my notes to see how much coin it was. It was a fair amount. It was 50 to 60 gold pieces. Well, now that you've actually taken the time to count those, you would have noticed that it is, in fact, 75 gold pieces. Cool. 25 a pop. So, actually, she will leave them at the tavern and book into the inn because she really wants to shine for the shadows. She's a member of the shadow. She can't be seen looking like crap in, like, a town that obviously the shadows is in charge of. Okay, let me just get this straight. Amanda, you did... If you did go to the tavern, not the inn. I'm going to the tavern because we have four days of rest, but I saw some horrific stuff done at my hand, at the hand of others. I need a beverage with honey, but also alcohol. Yes, tavern. Okay, before we get to the tavern, Sherry, you walk into the inn and you basically see a couple of stairs leading up. There's a little counter in the front and a little door to the right-hand side. That is, you know, it's slightly smaller than you're used to, but currently nobody's there at the counter, no. I'm going to shout excuse me very loudly. Uh, After a couple of seconds, you don't hear a reply. I'm going to put two gold pieces on the counter and then go upstairs and find a room. You go upstairs. There are several rooms uh, lined on both sides. All of them are locked. I have a number in my pocket. I think it's the number two. So I'm going to look for room two, right? And then I'm going to let myself in to this locked room. Explain to me how you're entering the locked room. Can I acid splash the lock? You can absolutely do that if you really want to. I already paid. It's not my fault it's locked. And I said excuse me really loudly and nobody came to help me. And I've got a number that says this room is my room. 
I'm gonna cough at the at the lock. Okay, you're going to cough at the lock and this acidic particles spread all over the handle and fairly soon there's this little smoke coming out from the wood around the handle itself and the handle is starting to melt. Can I get inside? Is the door opening or is it still locked? It is pretty jammed right now. I'm going to sit outside the door and sulk. That's my plan. It didn't open. I don't understand why it didn't open. The gods obviously just don't want me to have a bath. Okay, so Amanda, you enter the tavern with Daphne. I'm gonna go straight to the bar. You walk over to the bar and the dwarf walks over to you and says, Hi, lass, what do you be having? Good day, sir. I would like a potent uh, alcoholic beverage with a splash of honey, please. And um, I'll look around for Daphne. She can see she's sauntering over, but at a much like more relaxed pace. When she sees you already talking to the barkeep, she kind of walks off and goes and sits at one of the tables. Please make that too, uh, sir. Good sir. You need something strong. Uh, strong with a, a splash of honey, yes. Uh, what, what do you have that is strong to uh, wash away one's sorrows and trauma? Yes, yes. Yes, that would be lovely. But I need the honey for my voice. Uh, yes. Well, I can probably recommend some dwarven ale, but I'm not sure you have the constitution for it. I, 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 I take your word for that, sir. I don't, I too don't know. Um, I am a tiefling of a stronger nature, and I pull myself to my full height, and then I'll look towards the, the dwarf. I, I have a not strong ale, not dwarven ale, but less stronger than dwarven ale, please. Sure, I'll just give you a regular ale. He reaches under the bar and grabs like two mugs and walks over to the barrel and dips the two mugs in and walks over and sets them in front of you. You don't look like you're from town. Are you new here? I am a traveling bard, actually. And I'm gonna like, you know, do like a, a little pose with my hands on my hips. Uh, yes, I am a traveling bard. And I, I, I don't know if you can see, but on the, my back, I've got my, my instrument and I... I'd be, like, hence the honey, yes. And I'm awkwardly, like, rambling. Oh, right, the honey. Hestelsia, Hestelsia, do we have some honey in the background? Well, you know what I mean. Hestelsia's going to get your honey. So you're a traveling bard. That's uh, interesting. Are you planning on performing here for us tonight? I, 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 I'd be willing to for a small fee, yes. We always pay for traveling bards. If your performance is acceptable for the people. If you don't mind me asking where you're heading. Can I roll just to assess his, his, the nature of, like, if he has any foul intention? Rolling inside. My mom did not raise a fool. I'm uh, at all times wary. 13. Well, from what you can deduce, he's just kind of making small talk while uh, the female dwarf is gathering your honey for your drinks. I'm going to just, like, dramatically cast my hand in front of me and say, I go where the wind goes. Yes. I'm, I'm working on that, but... Was I impressive? I hope that was impressive. Yes, I go where the wind goes. Yeah. His one eyebrow is kind of raised as he says, you go where the wind goes. I'm working on the logic of it, but I, 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 I need to have a good... Um, I'm working on it. I need a good tagline for my, 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 my tour, um, but I go where the wind blows or I go where my heart goes uh, and I'm going to start rambling to myself. Does that sound okay? I think, yes, I think, yes, I'm going where the... I'm going to go to my... my fr yeah, I'm going to go to my friend because I, I actually... I don't want to spill the beans, but I also don't know what to say to this man now. All right, uh, yeah, bloody birds. Uh, that'll be uh, two silvers apiece, please. 
Yes, of course. You you like your your payment upfront. I I I appreciate a good business man, person, individual. Thank you, sir. And I'm gonna start paying myself. I, I I have, I definitely have the means in anywhere, and I'll put down for silver pieces. He scoops them up, nods at you, walks away to like uh, make sure that the gold is secured. I'm gonna go join Daphne. Okay, uh, coming back to Shara. Shara, nobody's coming. Nobody's coming. Nobody's even hearing you, your wails. Back down the stairs and I'm going to scream, excuse me. The inn is open, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to walk through the door. You're the worst burglar. Unfortunately, there's still no reply. Fine, I'm going to walk out and when I walk out, I'm going to slam the door. Well, if I can slam the door. It might just be too heavy to slam, but anyway... I'm slam the door and I'm going to go into the tavern and see if I can find Daphne and Amanda because it seems like there's some short people discrimination going on and they are tall, so maybe they can get me a room at the Easy enough. They're sitting at a table. I'm going to go join them and I'm in a very surly mood and I'm going to say, it seems this town doesn't like short people. What do you mean, Shera? Short people? Well, I couldn't find a room at the inn. Is the inn even open yet? Well, yes, the door was open. Perhaps they are full? I hope not, because we still need lodgings for the night. Unless you are planning on traveling further today, I would not recommend it. I think that's a good idea. I think we definitely need some rest. I'm going to shout... Barkeep. I'm standing on the table and shouting, just in case. Isn't my voice not loud enough? I'm standing on the table to make sure I'm tall enough to be seen. The barkeep walks over to your table and he looks at you, Shara, and there's this frown of disapproval on his face as he says, would you please get off the table? I'm going to get off the table and I'm going to stand in front of him. Hey, what do you need? Excuse me, sir, but do you happen to know the owners of the inn? Hey. Well, I would like to book a room for the night. Because as you can tell, I need to wash my hands. Estelcia is supposed to be there, but we only really take people after dark. So if you can't be a bit patient, Estelcia will assist you in that. Thank you so much, sir. And I'll have one of your strongest drinks, please. Dorvanel it is for the goblin. Sir, sir. Uh, sorry, sir. Hi, hi, sir. Hi. Uh, sir, may we preemptively book for the three of us? We for the tavern. Um, we would each need a lodging, sir. Yes. It's five silver a room for a night. I'm going to start counting that money out because I forgot that I paid for the room. Did you take your two gold or not? It's still lying there. Still lying there for anybody to walk in and take. So ladies, I'm going to call it there for the day. As you um, get your ales and the bar lady, Histelsia, does indeed bring your honey. And we can take up the next session with you making some constitution saving rolls for those ales. Laura Bone says bartenders are programmed to ask questions. You should know this. That is their bread and butter. Well, not really, but that's what they do. That's true, Laura Bones. I'm just like on high, high, high edge and high alert, I guess. So, Laura Bones, uh, in response to your question, she says, uh, she asks, are there no more Daphnes today? Have we seen all the Daphnes? Yes, 
yes, we will probably be choosing our new Daphne. And uh, you guys can see me and the work I do on Instagram at mystic underscore bell. You can find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lafayette. So on my side, you guys can find me on Instagram. I am Miss Mvubu, so that's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-B-U. Okay, well, folks, lovely to see everybody in chat. Thank you very, very, very much for joining us. I hope you guys had fun listening to our shenanigans. If you like our stuff and you'd like to help us out, please review us or subscribe or like or follow somewhere on the social media um, just so that we can get ourselves out there, get our content out there and actually do what we exist for, which is build the community. Yes, it's going to help us grow. So for the last time, thanks everybody for joining. I want everybody out there to just have an absolutely amazing week filled with adventure. (laughs) 